The following program is powered by Ride the Wave Media. Introducing the best podcast in Utah, Radio Daybreak. Here are your hosts, Just Plain and Bex. Ah, uh, yes, here we go. It's Valentine's Day. We're back right here. Bex, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a great show right I'm here. I'm so excited. I got my hearts on and my pink. Where's yours? You know me. I just have black, gray, white, but I do have the Radio <gasps> Daybreak shirt merch shirt on. RadioDaybreak.com is up and going. The merch link, is the merch link working yet? Or is it still? It's not on yet. No, it's to, to be announced coming soon. Oh man, that's awesome. I can't wait. So be on the lookout for the merch. Radio Daybreak merch is on the way. But yep. Bex, the big story right now. I know it's Valentine's Day, but the big story. Yes. It's still the Super Bowl. Did you watch this game? Did you Did you see it? swiss made it. Tay-Tay was there. No, not even a problem. Looking not. great in all black, man. Yes. Had so her number on, representing. I, I I loved it. I thought the game was amazing. Like they went to overtime. We had our it guy Nick cool. Ferguson there. Nick Ferguson. Let me tell you about what this guy did. He's amazing. He went to the Super Bowl for for Radio Row. He not the game yeah. itself. He went to all the stuff around it. Yeah. He flew out. He flew out at about eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday game day before because uh-huh. if you're in the media, you're not going to the game. You get the hell out of there before, before the craziness happens. <laughs> so he got yeah. out of there. Flew back to Denver, got hit, got hit up by Fox News and friends to come back to Vegas to do oh. a Super Bowl recap. So he hopped back on a plane 12 hours later and was on TV at 4 a.m. and was back oh on a plane gosh. at 8 a.m. that morning to go back to oh. Denver. Ferg, if anybody can do it, that man can. I got a picture He's of awesome. him on the set. There's a picture of him on the set. I'll have to, I'll have yeah. to send it out and post it. But there's a picture of him on the set of Fox and Friends. And you yeah. His face, like he looks so damn tired. <laughs> I felt oh, bad for him, but he did amazing on there. Oh my gosh! It was it was yeah, great it was though. Great. But hey, it with with, with all the tea swizzle and 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 Travis Kelsey talk, love is in the air. Love is in the love air. Love is in the air. It is Valentine's Day. What's your favorite place to go for Valentine's Day, Blaine? Well, I just took an anniversary trip. It was me and Lindsay's. Well, our anniversary is coming up this That's week. That's true. But yeah, because of Valentine's Day, we always have to go either side of it. To not have to pay those crazy rates. We literally got an oh. Airbnb for about uh, less than half of what it would have been this week, this coming weekend. So yes. we went to Moab last weekend. That's the first time down there. You have not seen Moab yet. Uh, and and, and <gasps> it, that's not the last time. I guarantee that. Because What did you think? It was like another planet. Like, And, and here's yeah. the thing is, I've been, me and Lindsay got married in Iceland. That's so we've right. seen some places, but to go to Moab was Beautiful. insane. Like it was crazy. What's yeah? What, what's a place that you like to go that's romantic? Like what's Ooh. what's your spot here in Utah? Yeah, in did you Utah. limit me to Utah? Because yeah. I would say Italy, of course. But oh. I bounced over to Italy last. That's right. You know, can you get more romantic than Italy? I don't know. Very don't true. Know. Very true. Well, you know what? Before we go any further yeah. on that, we got to bring in our Valentine's Day expert. We've got we should. Brenda Cradoffer. The host of The Restored Wife right here on Ride the Wave Media. She's yes. a relationship coach. Brenda Cradolfer, coaching.com. That's Cradolfer with a K. K-R-A-D-O-L-F-E-R. Excellent right. spelling. Get it all right there, Brenda? <laughs> wow. Yes. I'm Welcome, super Brenda. Hey, I don't have okay. no idea, Brenda. That was off the top of my head. That's pretty good, right? That was not bad. That's amazing. So, it's like it's your last name. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, Brenda, listen, you're the relationship coach here. You're the expert. So where do you think one of the most 
romantic. What, what's a couple Ooh. romantic places here in Utah? And then we'll get, and then we'll go international, Bex. We'll let you say Italy. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So we live so close to Park City, right? That's like yeah. our go-to. If we just need a weekend getaway, Park City is magical. There are so many different style hotels even. Like we've been to some where it's like, wow, we feel like we're in Europe. And then others that are just like homey and warm and... Yeah, Park City is a great place. Um, I love Park City. Lovely. You know what Park City? So Park City makes there. me feel like when you're in Park City, it feels like you're in a snow globe. Like it's just yeah. you're in your own little bubble. It's mm -hmm. nothing outside of that, and everything but, you need is inside of it. Like, but that's what Blaine, it feels like. here's the thing that you, we really should talk about with our listeners because people think, oh, Utah, greatest snow on earth. Park City is beautiful, and yes, they've got more snow up at that elevation currently. Right? It's February. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we like to go for romantic getaways even in the summer. And that's kind of the, the little secret, best kept secret is Park City in the summer is beautiful. If you're like keeping that romance through the year, head up in the spring, summer, fall. It's beautiful. I, I love that idea. Yeah. And on the opposite side of that, go to Moab in February <laughs> because there was oh, no yeah. one there. It was, that's... it's off season. And we got told by a couple of the, a lot of the places were closed because it's, it's off season. It literally said closed for the off season. And yeah, we yeah. talked to some of the locals around there and they said, this, we love this time. This is the time that, that local people get to enjoy that yeah. place and local Utahans. But it was amazing to be able to go to that and drive up to the, to the Arches National Park and mm -hmm. literally see the signs that say one hour wait from here. And we're just cruising. We're the only car there. <laughs> like it was Whoa. just cruising yeah. through. I loved it. But that was so, it was, it was very intimate to be able to do that in an off season. Yeah. Because it took away the hustle and bustle of people everywhere. Wow. We, we didn't have to work. We didn't take photos. Like all of our photos, there's nobody in our photos. There's nobody out there. Oh, that is Which, romantic. You yeah, know what, Lane? Also, that wouldn't have been on my radar. So but I'm it's also a little bit scary. Out. It's also a little bit scary to be out there in the middle of nowhere with Lindsay because you never know. She could snap on me at any minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that, man. But so romantic places. What about outside of Utah? Not and let's not go for Hawaii and the, the, the I I the gave normals. you my listen. Don't you be knocking. You see my Hawaii signs back I, here. No, no, I love Hawaii, but I want to go. <laughs> I wanted to talk about like a, a a hidden secret. Do you any, either one of you have Ooh. a hidden romantic secret place there is that not a lot of people know about or? Oh, I don't know about but like or you don't want to tell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brenda. There's a lot of little just cute towns around like just we just go over to Colorado I think too and there's like a lot like we have so many national parks which is amazing yeah. we went on a trip once I wanted to go to Uri Colorado mm -hmm. it's like this little tiny town they call it the Switzerland of America and yeah. that was like one of our little romantic getaways was doing that doing some slot canyon hiking and yeah they're Beautiful. like that's about six hours from here so it's a it's a good little drive but that was part of the the fun, like I love road tripping with just my husband. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So. That's that's the best way to be, right? Do you guys do you grab a map or do you just get in the car and point it one direction and say, "Let's roll"? Ooh, I like doing that too. We're always looking for food places. It's like yeah. where who has good food, and then we'll just find some place and we'll just make a day trip out of it or a, a weekend trip out of it. I love that. I love that. What about you, Blaine? Do you have any top secret places that you like to head out to? 
Oh, I just like it right here in the basement. This is this is my cave. No, <laughs> I like it. I like but, it. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, right. Honestly, Iceland. That's one of mine. That was that was amazing. That was a whole yeah. other experience over there. Lots of movies get filmed over there. Lots of the places that we go. Movies get filmed there. TV shows and movies are always filmed in all these locations. Okay, so I have to pick your brain a little bit because I know you're from California. You've Hollywood, right? LA, you've lived there. I hear that there are some beautiful places in California, Monterey being one. I oh. haven't had the chance to visit Monterey yet, which is surprising that I haven't just ran over there because it's not very far from one of our investment properties. But mm. there's some places, right, in California. There's <clears throat> got to be. Oh, man. You know what? One of the most fun trips you could make, romantic drives, like Brenda said, getting in the car and doing a road trip yeah. with your husband or your significant other, is driving up Pacific Coast Highway the entire... Uh -huh. Oh, my God. I haven't done that. I would love to. That's so fun. It Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in okay. a hurry because it'll say it's going to take uh, maybe six, seven hours. No, 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 no. It's like 12. Like you, you're, you're hitting. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. Enjoy it. But you're literally I like, like Brenda's idea where I can just like plan it around food. Yeah. yeah. Happy. Like where's <laughs> my, my first stop? Like strawberry stands and the, the fruit, the produce stands on, on Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. You got to make time there you to go. stop some of those okay. on the way. Best so you're saying worth it. Do it. All right. 100%. They got the strawberry festival up there. They got a strawberry festival up in oh I don't know one of those towns on the on the coast there. Not yeah. not the same as the Humboldt Tennessee strawberry festival where I'm from, but okay. Oh yeah, that's the only hear. strawberry festival. That's the real one. We might need to hear about that. <laughs> hey Utah, speaking of little quaint places, have you been up to Bear Lake yet? No, I have not. I have not. Okay, been to Bear so Lake. they have the raspberry days up there. Oh, that's right. Okay, there you go. Well, and that is beautiful. Now that we're on, on the topic of food, yes. What's some Valentine's Day like? What's what's a what's considered a a, a, a Valentine's Day treat? How about that? Ooh. Chocolate dipped strawberries. That's a that's a one that's always. I a gotta ask you guys: Are you yeah. fans of chocolate dipped strawberries? I'm still like on the fence about chocolate dipped strawberries. Yeah, chocolate and oh, fruit for me is like. A little sketchy. I, I feel like I've grown into it. It's like, I'm supposed to like these. So yeah, I've developed a taste for this chocolate dipped strawberry, but it is, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, oh, right. I don't care about this. To me, and it the textures on the are so different because mm -hmm. you get that hard, chunky, chunk, like chocolate, yeah. whatever I'm trying to say. And then like <laughs> the soft strawberry. And I'm like, I don't, I, mean, I don't know if it's a texture thing that it's just not jiving for me. But, yeah. All right. What were you going to say, Blaine? No, I was just going to say it, it to me it depends on what kind of chocolate it is. Like that's a big yeah. thing. But it is weird that two things that taste so good has a little bit of a stigma about <laughs> wanting to put them together. Like it is, right? Like that's fun. I, fun. I think they're beautiful and I and as I'm with you Brenda, like you 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 like want to love them. But then I'm like, okay, but I think it's a texture thing. I don't know. I don't know. I could just be, what do you guys think? Let's hear from our listeners. Let yeah, us know us, what you think about it. Well, what about this? What about this? If you had to choose on Valentine's Day, do you do chocolates or oh, or something else? Something else I'm not thinking of. So which one? Hmm. Which would you rather have? Like a dark chocolate and like but with nuts, like dark chocolate nuts, Brian mm. knows that's my love language. Like dark chocolate, <laughs> yes, please. But I here's the thing about my husband. He is amazing. Can I just say that? We don't talk much about my significant other because he's a little bit shy. <laughs> I love Brian. But he's, when he surprises me with flowers, let me just tell you this. You're going to learn a little tidbit about me. 
Grocery store wildflowers are my absolute favorite because really? you're out and about. It's like random occasion. He brings flowers home. He was thinking about me when he was at the grocery store. And nothing means more to me than that. Mm. Like just the little $10 grocery store flowers, wildflowers. They are my absolute favorite. It tears me up every time. I love it. So Aww. it's not even the flowers. It's just the thought that he was thinking of you. Totally. I love that. What about you, Brenda? Chocolate or yeah. flowers? Ooh. I'm, I'm the same as Bex. I love dark chocolate and nuts. Like yes. that combo is so good. I don't always meet people that are like on that, but yeah, that's my favorite too. I really love flowers though too. Flowers. What says, what says I love you better than flowers? But I know some women are like, no, they're just going to die. I used to be oh, that way. Don't get me flowers. They're just going to die. Like I'd rather have a house plant or like something that I could use and I didn't always appreciate like some of these small gestures that my husband would do. And then he'd stop doing them because I was mm. like, wah, wah, wah. The but I love Bex that you brought that up. Like it's the thought behind it that just like lights you up when he brings home those flowers. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay yes. doesn't like flowers. She said, don't give me something dead. I don't want it. I don't want flowers. Yeah. But she's hey, that what's, person. What's her love language? What does she like? Oh, little, little stuff, little yeah. toys, little knickknacks, like little, just little things that are like cute or whatever, or had some kind of sentimental value or honestly, I could give her a rock. Like, like she, if it came yeah. from me, to me and her, if it comes from each other, it doesn't really matter what it is. Like we, we're good. We, we, we're happy about it. So that's sweet. What's the best that's gift you guys have ever gotten on Valentine's Day? That's a hard mm. one. That is a hard one. Because it gets to be physical. It could be an yeah. experience. It could be a whole lot of things there. Yeah, I don't know that I have an answer to that one, Blaine. You've stumped me. What would be a good gift then? What would be, Bex, outside of flowers, what do you mm -hmm. guys consider a good gift for Valentine's Day? So again, you're going to learn a little, little something here. My husband and I are not big on the holiday, like gifters. Yes. Yes. So my husband's love language is gifting. I think you and I have talked about this, Blaine, and oh, yeah. I, it made me uncom very uncomfortable, not even kind of very uncomfortable receiving gifts from him. Cause that's not necessarily my love language, but then I realized like how that crushed him to mm. your point, Brenda, when I didn't appreciate necessarily the gifts, like I would be worried about the cost or like yeah. the time that went into it or the, and he's like, would you please just like, I'm giving you this because I love you. And then me receiving it and my reaction is a huge part of that. Cause that's how he's showing me love. Right. So Back to your point, he is very good at that. And I've had to learn to be a receiver of that for his love language, mm. but it's not necessarily on the holiday. He's usually an off holiday, random times, don't really go out to dinner on Valentine's Day itself. It's in and around it or throughout, mm -hmm. throughout the year. So mm -hmm. I liked it. Yeah. What about you guys? I love that too. And my first, so my, my next thought is I think the best Valentine's gift you can give someone is to have zero expectations yeah. around Valentine's day. Here we go. Now we're we really loaded, loaded holiday. And there could be yeah. a lot of disappointment and things going on. People have expectations around how, hmm. what they want to receive or, or what they want to give and how it's going to be received. And so that's been a huge blessing for me is just 
learning to let go of all my expectations around gifts and gift giving and love languages. And like, I love, I love that you were able to shift that Bex and be like, okay, like this is how he's showing his love. Like that's a gift. Yes. Even if the gift isn't quite what I had in mind, but yeah. Yeah. I love, I love, we just got advice from a relationship coach. Now, now we're, uh-huh. now we're talking like, Brenda, this so is up great. Brenda's alley. <laughs> I love that. What are, so are there a set amount of love languages out there, Brenda, or is it four or five or like, what are they? What are some common ones that we could be on the lookout for? Oh gosh. I think everybody has, I, I think there's lots more than probably that are even in the book of the five love languages. They say five, right? Hmm. And I think the trick is though, to really know yourself. And I know a lot of people will read that book and they'll know what their love language is and then they'll create an expectation around their spouse. So like read this book, start doing this different and really get into this like controlling space where then maybe you're even pushing your spouse away and that's not what we want, right? We're trying to connect. Like that's really what we all want. We want to connect, but it can get dicey when you, when you, when the, the tools or the, the things that are out there can create expectations that mm-hmm. then hurt the intimacy and connection in your relationship. We're talking about the, the five love languages, the book by Gary Chapman. Is that correct? That's the, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. So if you read that book, take some advice, <laughs> from it, but just don't expect it. Right. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Like, don't have those expectations because you might be disappointed. It's, it's that, it's that old saying of, don't expect much and you'll be more excited when it happens. I, yeah. like, that. I like that thought. Yeah. yeah. But you can also uh, have like, you can have dreams and visions and things that you want. I think for me, that was really important to learn how to just know what I want and how I receive love. That's just good information for me to have. And I can then share that. But then that crucial piece, that hard piece, I think is letting go of the outcome. Like maybe I tell my husband, I really, this is how I need to be loved. And it doesn't always happen that way. And I get to choose, you know, do I want to let that crush the connection or do I want to, you know, choose to look at it a little differently or find other ways that I know that he's showing his love for me and really focus on those instead. I love that. I love that. And I think for us, it was communicating, right? So Uh communicating through that piece. So a little, we all are our backgrounds and our experiences, which bring into perspective where we're at and how we view the world. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was raised by a single mom who struggled for money. And Mm -hmm. so when he was, when my husband was gifting me, especially when we were first dating, that made me really uncomfortable because I had a very like highly in tune sense of what things cost. And like, you only ask for like what you need versus what you want. Mm -hmm. And so some of those things that were ingrained at such a young age, like it, it really triggered something in me that was so uncomfortable from a very young age. And so it's recognizing that. But I think a big piece that you said is communication around that. Mm -hmm. Like we were able to communicate through that. And mine is acts of service. So I was doing all of these acts of service for him to show my love. And maybe he likes to hear words of affirmation, right? And quality time. And so it's communicating, I think resolves a lot of those things, right? Like oh, I'm feeling disappointed because I don't get X, Y, or Z in this relationship. No, they're doing the things. It just may not be in aligned with what you were having that expectation. So I love what you were saying about that, Brenda. And I'm sure you can say that in a more clinical way. (laughs) So Brenda, so, so how do, other than the communication part and just straight asking your partner, hey, what's your love language? How do you figure out the love language? Like, how do you, how do you pick up on those signals? Ooh, 
Oh, gosh, that's a hard question, Blaine. How do I pick up on those signals? And how do I do it without trying to control something that's not in my control? Yeah. So for me, like, I can only control myself. I can only, Mm -hmm. like, really know myself. So it's really, like, getting in touch more with myself. Like, so I love what Beck said. Like, hey, I I recognize that this is coming up from childhood. Like, I had these Mm -hmm. limited beliefs around money and and we talked through that and it was able, you were able, it sounds like you were able to call your husband about that and identify it. And then it wasn't him getting in the way. Yeah. I, know, I know we get in, we get in our own At ways. Thinking it's our spouse that, that is just not showing up the way that we think they should. And yeah. so, so yeah, no, I it think was totally about me and yeah. those limiting beliefs. Yeah. That's that. amazing that you were able to see that. Cause I think for me and for a lot of us, we just don't even see what's going on under the surface, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's, for me, it's just really important for me to know, to know what I need and what I want and be able to express that and then really just receive what comes to me, what comes my way. With, with no expectations. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And so I want, I want to throw this out here, like Brenda, because this, this is what I hear. And I know that this is all about love day, but this is something that I hear often girls night out or what have you, where mm-hmm. women or men, your partner Like, if you loved me, you would just know. Mm. If you loved me, you would do the dishes. How do you not see that the dishes need to be put in the dishwasher or the house needs to be cleaned? If you loved me, I don't want to have to explain myself and just you would know. Mm -hmm. Right. So what would you say to that? I'm sure you've seen that in your coaching too. Yeah. Oh gosh. And I, I did that too. That was like my MO. Like, yeah, if you loved me, you would do these things. You would, you would just know what needed to be done. And yeah, that's something I love to talk about with my clients and in my workshops and like, how do you get what you want while still letting go of another person that has their own Mm -hmm. autonomy and their own way of doing things in their own way that they grew up too. I I love what you do as a relationship coach, because you've also got the thing called the preventative. Yeah. Right. Like you, you can be in the best relationship ever but you could still come see you and get something out of it because it's preventative for problems in the future. So you're trying to mm-hmm. basically, cool. that's it. It's, it's figure out what's going to be wrong before it happens. <laughs> that's what it sounds right. like to me. And I love that. Like everybody needs that to me. For why sure. would you not? You like, why would... Scary stuff that can happen. And yeah. <laughs> like, not saying that like we're all doomed. We're not right. But like, I think, yeah, that's how I really came into it too. And I discovered that there was a lot of stuff that I, that I needed to turn around for me, but I didn't know that going into it. It was kind of like, okay, these people are dealing with some really difficult things and they've turned their relationships around and made them even better. Mm. So yeah, there's gotta be something there. So I think, I think like if you already are in a really good relationship, like you feel pretty good about it, but there's, there's some things that come up. Like you might just be missing a piece or two or like a different perspective. That was really true for me. Do you think most relationships can be saved? I do. I think a lot more relationships can be saved than, than we give credit for. Mm -hmm. Cause that divorce, what's that divorce stat? It's like what? Crazy. It's 50% or something? Yeah. Over 50%. Yeah. You think that could be lower if people just maybe communicated more, huh? I do think it could be lower. You have to have the right tools. Cause like there's a lot of well-meaning really good sounding relationship advice out there that actually could do more damage. Like, mm-hmm. like never go to bed angry, for example. 
That's another way of saying fight until 4 a.m. until you're tired and exhausted and nobody can think straight and everybody's hurt, you know? So like, I don't know, do we, do we keep, do we keep that up? Or like, I think there's other ways around it too. And there's a lot of advice out there that, that falls into that category. Like it sounds really good, but it's not maybe, maybe not the right fit for, for a woman or for a couple's circumstance. Yeah, I liked it because that that go to don't go to bed don't go to bed angry. I never understood that. It's like, well, then, like you said, you keep fighting, you get more tired, you end up saying things you shouldn't have, and you regret later, one way or the other. And that and that could just divide and just drive even deeper wedge. Oh, absolutely. You don't forget that when you wake up. But yeah, I'll I'll put us out there. Me and Lindsay, we had an argument the other night, and guess what? We said we said. Not we're done tonight. Go to bed. We need sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Uh-huh. We, we need yeah. sleep. Cut. We woke up. That, but that let's was it. This, let's sleep. For me, morning. I better be eating. Don't catch me when I'm hangry. That's it. We woke up <laughs> the next know. morning. Didn't say a word. Hugged it out. And that was it. Like that, but that's but but if we would have went to bed mad, we would have fought all night. We'd have been more mad. More. I, I get that, Brenda. Like yeah. I, that's one I never understood <laughs> either. Don't go to bed angry. I know the I know the sentiment. It's well, you might not wake up. Well, come on, let's. We're not thinking that way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, we're like, maybe we can work through these. Like, let's work it out. But yeah, when you're tired and <coughs> excuse nothing me. good, nothing good will happen when you're, when you're, when you're right. beating down already and then you're beating each other down. Like that's, yeah. that's mental, emotional, physical, all of that's taking its toll. So I love that you put that out there. I got a big question for you. Is love blind? Oh, do you watch that show, Blaine? No, I don't, but <laughs> I've heard good things. <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure show. Uh, oh, I, I, oh, I didn't know that about you, Brenda. I know. Let's dive I, I in. It, but you guys just brought it out in the open. So here we go. Uh, love is it. love blind? Oh, my gosh. I don't think it is. Mm. This is just my personal experience. But I met my husband in one scenario. We were working together, and we could not have any kind of relationship with each other. We just knew each other, and we started liking each other, and then separate ways. And then we hooked up again later and just on the phone because we were living in different states. And I had this mental image of who he was. And, and then we're talking on the phone. And it's, it's a little different because we're after it's after this experience that we had together. And then the first time I saw him, even though I liked him and I was like on board, like I was like, yeah, let's let's see where this goes. And the first time I saw him, he did not look like this picture that I had in my head. Mm. And he looked so young to me. He like, he was already a little bit younger than me, but he looked like he was like 14 kind of a thing. And I was like, I just couldn't get over that. Like that was really hard. It took, it didn't take too long before we're just talking when it comes back. But like in that yeah. moment, my love for him or my feelings for him were blind. Like they'd gone mm-hmm. out the door because <clears throat> it wasn't matching up. And then yeah. I see on the show too. Yeah. We're like, it takes it it's and it's an adjustment like there's something about I think there's aspects of it I think parts of love are blind can be blind should be blind but if we're just talking about like the the basics like love blind like love is blind I think physical attraction and all those things are really important in a relationship and can change like it's not like you're stuck in one version of yourself or one way that you look I think that can grow and change too I but I think it will. Yeah. I think you always, yeah, you know, always sure. evolve, really. Like it should always evolve. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Is love blind? Can you shut off? 
Maybe. I don't know. I know I might revise my answer later after I think about it some more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is a tough one, right? Like that is pretty tough because yeah. I'm going to hear from people out there talking about it. Yeah, we should ask our listeners what they think. Yeah, I'd love to Big loaded question. Big time loaded question. And you know what? He's throwing all the hard ones at you today, Brenda. My gosh, Blaine. I I want everybody out there to have a good Valentine's Day with their their significant other all the way through the rest of the year. I've, I've heard single awareness day and go have fun. Go have fun with your singles too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But huge advocate for that. Me too. Making yourself Brenda, happy. Where mm-hmm. can we find you, Brenda? It's Brenda for coaching.com. Where else? Yep. On Instagram, I'm just at Brenda Cradolfer. And yeah, you can come check out my, my new podcast, The Restored Wife. I love it. I love, love it. Right here on Ride the Wave Media, right? Yes. Yeah, I love, that, love pod. that. I'm getting good feedback on that pod. Um, Yay. She texts me. Brenda's so funny. She texts me not that long ago. She's like, are people actually listening to this? I was like, yes, they are. Yes, they <laughs> Brenda's the quiet one in the room all the time. And then, Bex, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but when we were getting ready for Brenda's podcast and we were picking out music, right? Yeah. She says, I don't know if you've heard this song or not, but I'm going to play it for you. This is what I wanted to, what I was trying to go for. And then, and she hits play and ding, 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 ding. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, Steel Dre comes on. And I'm like, <laughs> I start cracking up. I thought Brenda was playing a prank on me. I thought was she, she not? No, she wasn't oh, playing a prank. That's what she wanted. But I love, love how she it. said it. I don't know if you've ever heard this song. Like, I didn't know who these guys were. Like, I've been to Dr. You're Dre's like, house. I've, I've worked been, with them. I've, I've DJed with Snoop. Like, I know these guys. <laughs> but it was That's hilarious. awesome, Brenda. Okay, I need to dig deeper. You and I got to go to lunch sometime. Oh, she's a gangster. I think Brenda's a, an uh, OG uh, in there. Brenda, should, you should rebrand yourself to the love gangster. I think that's what you should yeah. be. The love yeah, gangster. OG, baby. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, let's do Let's do that. We could do some episodes on being the love gangster. That'd be I fun. Love I love it. Well, that's look, hilarious. we're going to let Brenda get out of here, but we got a couple announcements. We've got the Daybreak Business Community lunch is at Ma's Pizza for every Wednesday, one o'clock for the rest of the month. Yep. Agency Sawyer and Kaylee are coming for the Daybreak okay. Business Community February twenty second for a workshop on making websites, basically getting your brand together. And there's yep. also one more event. Daybreak Treasures Boutique is hosting Heart Smart Art. It's Courtney Pearl. It's it's her it's her emotional intelligence workshop for kids and parents. That's a really cool uh event that Courtney's been doing there for the kids. It helps them express their artistic creativity and all that kind of stuff. I believe that one is at Biscots. Mm-hmm. It is? Correct. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, there's a couple of announcements for you, so we'll have those up for you. Make sure you check out some of that stuff. Make sure you go to BrendaCradolferCoaching.com. We'll have the link in the show notes. Bex, what you got for us? What are we doing next week? You covered it. You covered it, friend. That is that is all we have. And then just we will announce when our merch is available on our website. So That's stay right. tuned. Are we doing a real estate show next week? Are we going to talk to R5 yeah. Homes? R5 have. Homes. We're going to be talking to them next week. Super cool product. Nothing like that anywhere else in the state of Utah that I'm aware of. Oh, no way. Um, so stay tuned there. for that. It is awesome. We went down there. And I'm not a real estate expert, but I had a good time. I had a good time. Yeah. It's a it's a cool concept. Be here next week to hear that in, that interview and that conversation of, with R Five Homes once again. Thank you, Brenda, for joining us for this Valentine's Day special. Now let's go let's go have a meal. Let's go find our significant other. Let's, well, actually, no, no, no. We don't do it on Valentine's Day. 
We have to wait till tomorrow or the next day so we can get the you know, seventy-five percent off candy. Like, hey, I'm on a budget. I'm a baller on a budget. So I that's love what it. I like. <laughs> love Thank it. you guys. Go that's have good. fun. <laughs> I love fun. it.